if you see a different physical therapist every time you go into that practice, I would suggest that you look elsewhere for physical therapy. Welcome to the PT Rebels podcast. This is the place to learn how you can become a PT Rebel and take charge of your own health and wellness. We will help you find answers to your questions about pain, injury, and the path towards healing in the most efficient and effective way possible. I'm your host, Dr. Gina Fick. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. On today's episode, I wanted to talk with you about the top 10 reasons you should cancel your physical therapist. We want you to know that you have a choice. You have a choice in what type of physical therapy that you get. You are not limited to being stuck in a PT mill, a big box clinic, or with a physical therapist that doesn't understand how to help you. We want the very best care for you. We review what it looks like to receive the best physical therapy possible and maybe what it looks like on the flip side not to. So tune in. We'll dive into all the reasons why you should cancel your physical therapist and look for a different physical therapist who can provide better care for you. Number one, the physical therapists don't take time to listen to you and understand your concerns, needs, and goals. They don't communicate well with you or seem to care. Time and time again, I hear this from clients, and even this week I have heard from several clients that they have been to many physical therapists that really don't care to take the time to understand their specific needs and really don't understand their concerns and their goals and where they need to get to. So if you're seeing a physical therapist that you feel like is unable to communicate well with you or you don't have a connection with, or if you don't feel like they really have a true understanding or caring of your specific needs and goals and where you need to get to as a patient, then you need to look elsewhere for care because you're most likely not going to be able to effectively meet your goals with that physical therapist. Number two, if the physical therapist doesn't have the level of expertise and knowledge to be able to help you achieve your goals, you should look elsewhere. There are physical therapists out there that graduate from physical therapy school who choose to start a nine-to-five job and they decide that they don't want to do any self-education or progress in their education as a physical therapist and they get stagnant in the profession and they just go through the day-to-day, get their job done, go home. If you don't feel like your physical therapist understands how to treat an athlete and doesn't have the expertise to do that, then you should look elsewhere because you're not going to be able to effectively meet your goals with that physical therapist. Number three, if you see a different physical therapist every time you go into that practice, I would suggest that you look elsewhere for physical therapy. I think it's really concerning when a physical therapy practice is just a more of a PT mill environment and they are fine with scheduling you with any physical therapist that's available that day. I hear of big box or PT mill practices who have such a hard time scheduling patients that the patients have to bounce around from one physical therapist to the next from appointment to appointment. And that does not create continuity of care because every time you see a different physical therapist, your physical therapist is having to understand your case, ask you questions, take time during that appointment to understand where you're at functionally, what you've done at the last appointment. It's not really waste your time. And you also don't have the connection and trust and buy-in with that 
a physical therapist. And it would be my suggestion that that's the type of practice that you're in, that you look elsewhere and seek a different level of care. Number four, if you have a really long wait time to get in to see the physical therapist, you need to seek a clinic that does not have those limitations. For instance, in our practice, we offer scheduling within 24 hours. So if you call our front office, you are going to be able to get an appointment within 24 hours. Now we hear a very different story in our community. For instance, I had a client two weeks ago who came in to see me from an orthopedic surgeon and she has an ACL tear and she cannot get in to see her provider until March 8th. And this was mid-January that she saw us. She, She had at least a six or seven week wait time before she could even be evaluated by a physical therapist. Now, interestingly, I'll tell you a little bit more about the story. Not only did she have a long time wait time to get in to see this physical therapist, that orthopedic surgeon told her that her knee was fine, that she just needed to do physical therapy for some strengthening. So she came to see me. I did an evaluation. I did some testing. And lo and behold, when I did a Lockman's test or to test the ACL, I could tell right away that she had an ACL tear. I suggested to her and her mother that she go and get an MRI and get that checked out. And when she did, we found out that, yes, indeed, she had an ACL tear as well as an LCL tear, lateral collateral ligament tear, and bone bruising. That was a much different trajectory and path for her, obviously. And she still had to wait until March 8th if she wanted to go see a physical therapist in that system. Thankfully, she was able to get in to see us right away for a proper diagnosis. We were able to order that MRI for her. And now she is doing prehab with us prior to her consult with the orthopedic surgeon on March 8th. So she still doesn't have surgery scheduled. She just has to wait until March 8th to see the orthopedic surgeon. And then at some point, surgery will be scheduled. So there's no lag in care. There's no long wait time with us. If you're in a situation where you're being told that you have to wait six or eight weeks to get in to see a physical therapist, there are other options out there for you. And please know that you can seek those options. You don't have to stay in system. It doesn't matter if the doctor says that you have to see their ankle specialist or hand specialist or toe specialist or whatever specialist they say that the physical therapist is within their system. You have other options outside of that system and you have choices. So don't feel pressured to stay in that system. Number five, if you work with a rehab aid or tech a fourth or half of the time that you're in your PT visit with that physical therapist and the aid or tech is instructing you through your exercises, that's a problem because these rehab aids or techs are not trained to spot compensations, your deficiencies, any biomechanical abnormalities. And if those rehab aids or techs are taking you through the exercises, checking them off a list, you're doing those same exercises at home, that's ridiculous. You need to look elsewhere. You deserve better care than that. And that is not going to help you reach the goals that you need to reach. And that is not the level of care that we should be providing as a physical therapy profession. Number six, I see this all the time. If your physical therapist doesn't understand how to treat and progress athletes to return to sport and they don't understand the demands of your sport, go elsewhere. Why would you want to waste your time in a situation 
where the physical therapist doesn't know how to properly help you. For instance, this week, we have one of our athlete ambassadors, Bria Welch, who is running in the U.S. Olympic trials for the marathon in Orlando, Florida on Saturday. So Bria came in to see us a couple of days ago with knee pain, and it was a rather complicated examination. The diagnosis would not be something that everyone would probably be able to figure out quickly without more advanced training. And so we were able to pinpoint exactly the nature and root cause of her pain, provide immediate help without making her sore just a couple of days before Olympic trials, and give her the tools necessary for her to be able to run well on Saturday. Now, if I didn't have the understanding of number one, she is running at Olympic trials, what the demands and what the needs and anxieties are surrounding that. But number two, how to properly diagnose and train her and what to do on the day of that event, then she may not have been able to have the confidence to be able to be successful at the Olympic trials. That is huge. So you have to be able to have a PT who understands how to treat you, but you also have to be able to have that buy-in and trust and that relationship with a physical therapist. I've been seeing Brian now for almost a year. So because of that, I have the ability to know who she is. I know what her potential limitations or issues are that she's had in the past biomechanically or strength-wise or little niggles here and there that she's had. And I know how to properly educate her and gain her trust so that she can just breathe easy know that she's good, and be able to be confident on Saturday when she runs. So that's just a small example of why it's so important to establish a relationship with a physical therapist who understands you and your needs and not go into a practice where you see someone different every time, someone who doesn't know you and someone who really doesn't know how to adequately treat you. Now we're going to number seven. If you see a physical therapist or go to a practice that doesn't take objective measurements or do testing to see where you're at functionally and where your functional deficits lie, then that may not be the best practice for you. Let me go into a little bit more detail. On Saturday, we have the Colorado High School Championships indoors at Air Force Academy. And I've seen several track and field athletes this week who are preparing for that. Now, several of these athletes I've been able to see in the past, and we've objectively tested them and measured them and found out where their deficits lie. So there's one athlete in particular who's a very successful Colorado high school track and field athlete. He's won several state championships and he came to see me as a tune-up prior to the indoor championships on Saturday. So because I've seen him in the past and know what his objective deficits and measurements are, I was able to retest and see where he's at. And be able to confidently tell them, yes, you're fine to run on Saturday. You have good strength. You just have some limitations in your hip. We need to do these treatments and you're going to be completely fine. You'll be able to perform well on Saturday. Now, one of the ways that we take athletes through objective testing is through a selective functional movement exam. We also do VOLD force X or force plate testing. We use the VOLD dynamo for strength testing or range of motion testing. And we get objective measurements to see exactly where those athletes are. So that not only gives them confidence that, yes, they have good strength if they do, or they have 
20, 30% asymmetry. If they're injured, for example, if they have a hamstring tear, and if that's the case, then they shouldn't be sprinting or they shouldn't be performing at that high level or trying to without a risk of higher. You should cancel your PT, perhaps, if they don't see the importance in taking objective measures and progressing you appropriately to help improve upon your functional deficits. Number eight, if your physical therapy practice offers only quick fix treatments without addressing the cause or the root cause of your issue, and they only focus on short-term gains, that's a big concern for us. We are not a quick fix clinic. I had two potential clients call this week looking for a sports massage. They'd never been in our practice before. They acknowledged that they had significant injury, but they didn't want to go through physical therapy yet. And they just wanted a sports massage. And so we had to really work with them and talk through the fact that we are a solutions-based clinic. We offer long-term solutions to help you improve your functional deficits, to help you get better as quickly and safely as possible. But that means that we want to identify the root cause of what's going on to help adequately progress you to return to sport and focus on long-term gains. Now, if you just want to come in for a quick dry needling treatment or sports massage without really addressing the other issues, that's not really something that we are into. We do get patients after their return to sport on maintenance programs, and they'll come in occasionally for a quick tune-up, and that's a different story. But I'm talking about if you have a large bulging disc in your low back and it's causing radicular pain or pain down your legs, and if you think that a sports massage is going to be a quick fix solution for you and that's all you're looking for, we may not be the right practice for you. So if the physical therapy clinic that you're going to only really offers these quick fix treatments, you're on the table for a few minutes, they send you out the door, you're not really sure what exercises you should be doing or they're not loading your tissues properly or teaching you how to progress functionally, then that's a concern and I think you should cancel that clinic. Number nine, if they chronically underload you and you're an athlete and you have, for, for instance, Achilles tendonitis or a hamstring injury or a quad strain and you lay on the table and they do dry needling or some massage or if you do go to a recovery center type place and you get in the Normatex and they put the cups on and they put some E-stem on. That's more of recovery type treatment. That is not a solution for your pain. That is not a long-term fix for what you have going on. So if that's all that's happening and they don't teach you how to load your tissues and actually get stronger and actually work through the injury or the situation that you have going on, that's a concern and you should cancel that clinic. We have a lot of clients who come to us who go to traditional outpatient physical therapy and they go for two times a week for four to six weeks and they get the same treatment. They ride the bike. They have a little heat on their leg. They, and the PT comes and does a little soft tissue work. And then they see the rehab tech or aid for the same exercises. And then they send them home. They can do that over and over again and never really advance beyond like little ankle weights or band exercises. That's not going to help you get back to playing soccer or basketball or football. The demands and loads of those sports are so much higher that you can't just stay with band exercises or bodyweight exercises and expect that you can return to sport without an increased risk of injury or problems. Even if you're 
a high school distance runner and you have shin splints, for example, and you think that you can return to running for 50, 60 minutes or do hard tempo workouts if you've just done band or bodyweight exercises, you're mistaken because you're going to be at so much increased risk for injury. If you have an injury, you take time off from running, you do band or bodyweight exercises and your PT releases you without objectively testing you or measuring you, and then you go out and just try to start running again without any guidelines from that PT and the coach says, all right, are you ready to go? Athlete says, yeah, sure. I think so. I got, they released me and and you go back to start running again and you haven't properly loaded your tissues and put those tissues under load that you would experience when you're running, then you're going to have a lot of problems. When you start to run again, you're going to have pain and you're going to wonder why in the world you keep getting injured. That's why if you are seeing a practice where they don't understand how to load you properly, As an athlete, for instance, that's a big problem. I had an example of this week. I saw a high school distance runner who had shin pain and had seen a different provider this fall, shin splints with cross-country running, and she did band and bodyweight exercises throughout cross-country season, got through the season, and then took three months off and a couple weeks ago started trying to run 50, 60 minutes again. And during those three months off, she didn't do any loaded strength training. She just did some occasional band or body weight exercises, thinking that the three months off would just give her time to heal and that she could start running again. So when she started running again, the pain came back. So then obviously she became very frustrated. Her coach sent her to us. And now we have a better game plan of how to adequately load and start retraining some muscles around the hip knee, ankle, foot in order to help adequately load those tissues and prepare her for longer distance running. Last but not least, number 10, if the physical therapy practice that you are going to overcomplicates things with very extensive assessments, you should reconsider that practice and you should look elsewhere because if a physical therapist just nitpicks every single biomechanical abnormality that you have and just leaves your head spinning, with all these problems that you potentially have so much so that you have so much anxiety about every issue that you possibly have, that can be very frustrating for you. And also just leave you very confused about when I turn to the right too much when I'm walking, does that cause my hip pain? Or is it because my pelvis is angularly rotated or not pushing off my left big toe properly? Or because my right ankle dorsiflexion is limited? Some of these assessments can be so overly extensive that honestly, it's just too much information. It causes too much anxiety. And if your physical therapist isn't able to give you a simpler picture of what's going on, then you need to consider looking elsewhere. And I'm sure that physical therapist is very bright, very smart. But if every time you get on your bike, if you're a cyclist, you have to worry about is my lumbar spine flexed too much or is my pelvis rotated this way or that way too far or am I rotating my head too far to the left or is my shoulder too far forward? I mean, I've heard some crazy things. And just to give you a quick example, my friend Meg, she lives on the East Coast and she was seeing this physical therapist who took her through a very extensive examination and gave her a laundry list of about 20 different reasons why she had pain. She wasn't pushing off her left toe enough. Her left knee wasn't extending enough. Her lumbar spine was um, not rotating enough to the left. Her 
sacrum was anteriorly rotated. Her left shoulder was too high. I'm not even making this up. Her shoe wear was wrong. So she went through about 10 different pairs of shoes, different orthotics. She videotaped herself when she ran. By the time I did a virtual assessment with her, she was just a hot mess, pretty much in tears and like pulling her hair out, trying to figure out what in the world to do. And I said, you know what, let's just simplify this. This is way overcomplicated and causing you way too much anxiety. So long story short, if you have someone who is just overly complicating the picture, I think that can be very frustrating and you probably need to look elsewhere if that physical therapist is just giving you too much information to the point where you feel super overwhelmed and don't even know where to start in terms of fixing all these laundry list of dysfunctions. So thank you for listening today to my list of 10 reasons why you should cancel your physical therapist. And this was a soapbox episode that I wanted to go through just to give you the day-to-day of what we hear from clients. And I'm sure other physical therapists who may be listening to this can really relate. I think that one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to be able to inform our listeners that you have a choice in the physical therapy care that you receive. There are a lot of great providers out there. And just empower yourself with knowledge and the understanding that you don't have to settle for less. There is great care available to you out there, and you don't have to put up with care that is less than ideal for yourself, and you shouldn't. And there are practices out there like ours that are willing and eager and would love the opportunity to help you get back to your sport as quickly and safely as possible. So if you have any questions, please reach out to us at 720-480-2866 by phone call or text. Feel free to message us through our website, email me. We are eager to help you find the best physical therapy experience possible. 